WBUR Podcasts, Boston. I'm Daryl C. Murphy, and you're listening to The Common. WBUR senior political reporter Anthony Brooks. Welcome back to The Common. Hey, it's good to be here, Daryl. How's it going? Oh, man, it's going great now that I'm talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Anthony, as you know, immigration and border security are hot-button issues in national politics. But now they're more of a focus for state and local politics, too, and that's including here in Massachusetts, right? That's right. Well, that's why we got you here today, Anthony, because you recently reported that the influx of migrants who are at the heart of the state's shelter crisis is intensifying a political debate about immigration here in the state. So talk to us more about that and tell us, historically, how has immigration been discussed when it comes to politics within Massachusetts? Yeah, I mean, immigration and border security, they've long been hot-button issues in presidential politics at the national level. But now, as you say, they're big issues at the state and local levels, too. And the reasons why have been well covered. You know, there's a problem at the border. Many call it a crisis. Record numbers of migrants are entering the U.S. looking for better lives. You add to that initiatives by border governors, some border governors like Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott of Texas, DeSantis of Florida, who are actually busing and flying thousands of these migrants up to northern cities to make a political point. Mm -hmm. And that is contributing to a crisis that is now on the doorsteps of states like Massachusetts. And the challenge here is where and how to house these families. We have a right to shelter law that requires the state to provide shelter for all families in need. But because of the influx of migrants, uh, Governor Maura Healey had to put a cap on the number of families that the state could house and institute a wait list. Meanwhile, efforts in Washington to fix this failed because Republicans, encouraged by uh, former President Donald Trump, killed a bipartisan immigration deal that would have done a number of things, including shutting the border, reforming the asylum system, and and sending tens of millions of dollars to help states like Massachusetts. But without help from the feds, Massachusetts is pretty much dealing with this on its own. And so here we are today. Now, didn't the governor address the failure of that legislation? Yes, she appeared at a hearing on Beacon Hill and testified with a lot of frustration about the breakdown in Washington to address this issue. And I think we've got a little bit of tape of her expressing that. I've called the White House. I've called Congress. I've called our delegation. If anyone has a way to get through to Republicans in Congress to stop playing politics and move on for the betterment of this country, we can solve this issue today. It might be a little bit of an overstatement that the Washington plan could solve this uh, problem in a day. But I think Governor Healy is right that without federal partnership, it's nearly impossible for states to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Anthony, you mentioned the Republican governors of Texas and Florida and their decision to send migrants to northern states. 
regardless of whether somebody agrees or disagrees with their stances on immigration, is the fact that we are talking about this here and that it's becoming more of a topic in, in, in Massachusetts and other states, can that be seen as a win for Republicans? Well, it's interesting that you ask the question that way. And I guess I have a couple of different answers. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think what the Republicans have done, cynical as it seems, when I talk about the Republicans, I'm talking about these Republican governors who are using these folks like pawns. I think they have contributed to the effort to make this real. Mm -hmm. I mean, this issue has moved from the theoretical in states like Massachusetts to a real issue that has real consequences. To states like Massachusetts, the issue wasn't red hot because it felt far away. But today, as we've been discussing, the issue is very real, not just in red border states, but in blue states uh, like Massachusetts as well. OK, so we're talking about Massachusetts place in the national discussion about immigration. And now I want to bring it back home to the state, because in your story, you tell us about Republican state senator Peter Durant in central Massachusetts, who has an idea for how Massachusetts can deal with immigration moving forward. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah, I mean, Durant's story is interesting because it, it really points to how potent the immigration issue has become on the local level. Um, he's a Republican, a former state rep from Spencer in the middle of the state. He ran last fall in a special state Senate election race and he told me that when he started the campaign, he was talking about bread and butter issues that appeal to many Republicans, traditional things like local aid, taxes, gun rights. But as the number of migrants coming to the state began to climb last fall, the conversation with voters shifted dramatically. Here's a bit of what he told me. As soon as the migrant crisis started to kind of take off, that was all anybody wanted to talk about. They were expressing their frustration. So that quickly became the dominant theme of the, of the election. And Durant won the Senate seat in central Massachusetts. He was the first Republican to win a special election in the state since 2017. Hmm. And he's continuing to embrace a hard line on immigration. He wants to amend the state's 40-year-old right-to-shelter law, which, as we mentioned, promises housing to families in need, including uh, migrants. We're going to take a break, but we'll be right back. The world's clean energy future relies on ancient elements still in the ground. Without mining, there will not be a clean energy transition. But pulling them out of the ground comes at an environmental and human cost. Mining is intrusive, but the results are the building blocks for products that we use every single day. I'm Meghna Chakrabarty. Join me on point for Elements of Energy, Mining for a Green Future, five special episodes. Listen and follow On Point wherever you get your podcasts. Did you kill Marlene Johnson? I think you're one of the first people to have actually asked. From WBUR and ZSP Media, this is Beyond All Repair, a new podcast about an unsolved murder that will leave you questioning everything. Somebody should be in jail for murdering my sister. A woman who's never been believed. As long as they think I have done this, then they're not looking for who actually did this. 
And that's what makes it a cold case. No, it's a botched case. And a search for the truth, once and for all. Wow, it just gets more interesting. Beyond All Repair. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts. Be careful. You're digging in a place that's been very peaceful for a while. Do it anyway. Dig. And we're back with more from Anthony Brooks. Changing the state's right-to-shelter law sounds like a major undertaking. What would it take to do that? Well, it would take buy-in from a state legislature that is dominated by Democrats who have a supermajority. So it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it creates political buzz, and it, and it allows other people to sort of latch on to this issue. It also creates an interesting conversation because um, Durant makes the case that the right to shelter law is a magnet for yeah. uh, immigrants. But we really don't have evidence that that's the case. Right, right. And also, you know, to I guess to question where the state senator is coming from, isn't it more of a housing issue than this right to shelter law? Well, that's one of the arguments that you will hear that pushes back against it. I talked to Democratic strategist Susan Tracy in Boston, and this is one of the points that she made. She said that really what the focus should be isn't on the right to shelter law. It's how do you provide affordable housing? And Tracy makes another point. You know, she's very concerned, uh, as are lots of advocates for immigrants and, and other Democrats, that migrant families are being used as pawns to advance a political agenda. And um, here's a little bit of what Susan Tracy said about that. For those who politicize immigration, they would very much like it to be the only issue you talk about because they don't want to talk about an improving economy, reducing inflation, abortion rights taken away from people, racism that and hate that has bubbled up in a way that I think most of us haven't seen in a long time. So it sounds like the right to shelter law is not changing anytime soon. It's safe for now. But is there any support on the ground that could change that? I spoke to Steve Cazella, who's president of the Mass Inc. polling group, and he's done polling on this issue. And he found that 75 percent of folks in Massachusetts support the right to shelter law. So that's okay. very high. But people are a lot more divided on the question of whether to welcome those fleeing persecution and violence in other countries. And uh, when you put the question that way, people were roughly split. And a lot of people said, I don't know. So there's a lot of nuance and ambiguity around uh, people's views of this particular issue. Well, with that, Anthony, I want to bring it here to Boston, right, as an example of this issue playing out at the local level. The state recently designated the Melnea Cass Recreational Complex in Roxbury as an overflow site for its shelter systems to, to help with the families who are looking for a place And that seems to be causing some friction for some residents, right? Yeah, I mean, that decision by uh, Governor Healy really did spark controversy in the neighborhood. 
Uh, Boston Mayor Michelle Wu initially expressed concern about the plan on WBUR, in fact, suggesting it wasn't fair to Roxbury. She eventually got behind the plan. But on the day that city and state officials toured um, the Cass Recreation Center in Roxbury, there were protesters outside. I wouldn't call it a huge group of protesters, but they were there. One of them held a sign that said, why Roxbury? Try Wellesley. And mm-hmm. we heard from some neighborhood folks who said accommodating the immigrants in Roxbury takes away resources from this community. But the interesting thing about that protest and the pushback is I'm not sure I remember uh, the last time that I was in a neighborhood like Roxbury where folks were protesting against a Democratic governor's policy. And this is just an indication of how raw this issue is and how potentially controversial it is. Well, it sounds messy, Anthony. And I wonder, as we edge closer to the November election, how do you expect to see this intensify in Massachusetts? I expect that some people will continue to use it and run on it. I'll note that Jeff Deal, a Republican who has lost bids for the state Senate, the U.S. Senate, and a 2022 campaign for governor, is now placing immigration front and center in his run for the Republican State Committee. In a recent fundraising letter, he attacked uh, Governor Healy for closing the Roxbury Community Center uh, for the purpose of housing the migrants. And I think you're going to see more folks like Governor Healy um, appealing to Washington and really, you know, pleading forcefully that the Republicans get their act together and pass a plan that helps these states. And if they don't, you know, Democrats are going to be able to use this issue perhaps effectively against Republicans. Got it. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for coming through and talking to us about this. Um, We really appreciate it. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk with you, Daryl. Thanks for having me. That's WBUR senior political reporter Anthony Brooks. And that's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Common. If you want to get in touch with us, head on over to Instagram, hit us up at WBUR The Common, or send us an email at thecommon at WBUR.org. I'm Daryl C. Murphy, and I will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>